and welcome to the She's Busy AF podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Bordelon. I'm a former marketing agency owner turned marketing mentor. I'm a lover of all things tequila, travel, Taylor Swift, plants, and helping busy AF entrepreneurs build the living heck out of their businesses. My podcast is filled with marketing and business knowledge to help you truly excel both personally and professionally in your entrepreneurial journey. You'll put down your phone after each episode and be infused with techniques and practices that allow you to work less in your business and more on your business so you can ultimately step back when you want and enjoy the sweet, sweet fruits of your blood, sweat, and tears-filled labor. So with that being said, open up your note app or your favorite notebook and let's jump on into the She's Busy AF podcast. All right, guys, welcome back. I am recording this podcast so far in advance, but there were two topics that people really wanted to hear about when I threw up a poll on my Instagram. And one of them is the last episode, and the other one is this one. And I am really excited that people voted on this topic because I think it's something that's not talked about enough, which is networking. And I know in like today's COVID crazy world, this is what month are we in? <laughs> May. (laughs) May of 2021. It's still a thing that we're talking about. It's crazy. Can't wait till it's over. But yeah, so I'm recording this a little early because I'm going on vacation this weekend. I'm so excited. I'm just excited to get out of here, step away for a little bit, enjoy the sweet fruits of my labor. (laughs) You know, intro vibes. But yeah, so I'm excited to record this episode today because... I want you to learn. I really want you to learn from this. Again, I don't think networking is talked about enough. I also don't think people like networking or the sound of networking or it's got this like weird stigma of being ew, icky, gross. Why would I do that? I can just talk to people online. Sure, that's like one way to do it. (laughs) But I want, yeah, I really just want to break this down because I really did double my income through networking and it didn't come without some hard work initially. It's been something that's been the driving force of like recurring business for me, or at least referrals. So really want to dive in. And the first thing I want to talk about is how I was, I definitely had aversions to networking for a long time. And I can imagine you might relate, (laughs) whether it's like, I don't have time for this, or I just don't like the idea of showing up somewhere where I don't know anybody. Tip for that, always bring a friend. But networking can be like really intimidating. If you are not a natural born salesperson, networking is intimidating AF. So I get the aversions. I was there. I've been in your shoes. (laughs) But when I got over that, things really changed for me. So initially, uh, when I started my business, I had a nine to five and I didn't want to A, step on the toes of that and B, quite frankly, I did not have the time to network. So it wasn't something I put a lot of like energy into then. Now I think there's all these other ways you can network while you have a nine to five. I mean, after work, you literally can go after work. It's a matter of commitment and what you're willing to do. And also just being really firm in what you offer and who you serve is a big part of like the confidence that comes with networking. But when I had more time and was separated from that nine to five, I will say I was still really intimidated. Like, where do you even start? How do you know what networking events are right for you? What the F do you do when you get there? Like, these are all burning questions that I had and had to figure out. (laughs) 
So, I mean, let's start with that. Like, where do you even start? I'm going to get into that a little bit more, but the internet is a great place to find networking events. How do you know which ones are right for you? Think of where your niche is. Think of where you can build referral partnerships and relationships. And what do you do when you get there? You grab a drink. (laughs) If you dabble in the alcohol world, I think you take advantage of the free drink that usually comes at in-person networking events because it really does help ease the nerves and you have something in your hands. Nine times out of ten, to be honest, though, like, I just get a club soda with lime and, like, it's refreshing. (laughs) But, you know, having a drink in your hand, being able to talk, like, it's just this, like, social thing that you do with networking. So, anyways, things are really different nowadays with virtual networking opportunities and... I kind of want to touch on some old school methods I used, which honestly I think are still applicable to virtual settings. But overall, I really want to dive in on how I literally doubled my income with networking. So let me lead with this. Doubling that income took time. I mentioned this earlier, like networking takes time. Finding events takes time. The effort you have to put in, like it is literally your time. So it's important that you like make time investments, make wise time investments. So most people, myself included, not knowing where to start took a lot of time. It was a ton of trial and error to find my place, which is kind of the point of this episode to help you (laughs) find your place and know where to start before you just start showing up at networking events. I mean, that's literally what I did. I searched networking events. I didn't care. I mean, I should have cared, but I didn't care who was there, whatever. I was just going to show up and talk to people and start conversations and just wing it. And (laughs) glad I did that, but also I wasted a lot of time. So what I did do was dive in, right? Like I did just start going to events, but I'm going to kind of tell you, (laughs) give you tips on what to do. So the first thing is to find some free local networking events. If you are inclined to pay the 10 or $20 to go to a networking event because you know it might have like right fit people in there, great. But for me, I was like, I didn't know where to start. So my tip for this would just be to find some free local ones first. And this doesn't have to look corporate. If you've ever been to a networking event and it's like very stale and cringy, I'm telling you, there are more creative people out there these days. Like, one of my biz besties who I actually started Smooth Scaling Club with, she started something with a local a local entrepreneur who started her business during the pandemic. And it was like, it ended up being just like a group of creatives. I would say that everybody there had some sort of creative product or service and they were born out of the boredom of the pandemic. And that group is like literally my ideal client. <laughs> it's crazy. Like everyone in there was like, I could help all these people. That's cool. And it didn't feel salesy. It didn't feel gross. Like these were badass boss ladies, (laughs) like in the Fort Lauderdale community. And it was the perfect place. But when I started out, like, and you maybe aren't 100% sure on your ideal client or, or wanting to expand into other industries, that can be difficult. And so I think just starting with free events, just to dip your toes in, people you may never see again, that's okay. Everyone locally is looking to. I think get back out there in some capacity. Again, if you are not comfortable with in-person networking, I know a lot of organizations who were doing in-person before are still hosting hybrid or virtual events. And I do think that you can maximize that in some way, shape, or form to your advantage. And we'll talk about that in a second. But there are so many, so many places that you can find these free events, whether virtual or in-person. 
So a good place to start, Eventbrite. Search for your area, see networking, see local events. I mean, it doesn't even have to be like business related. For example, if you have an online store, let's just say that like we're stepping out of the service providing space for a second, you have an online store and a business owner does not fit the criteria of your, it doesn't fit the criteria of your ideal client, but your average mom does. So you would go to maybe a mommy meetup, (laughs) you know, so just think creatively, like where does your ideal client, like what are they into? Where do they hang out? Are they going to mommy and me events? Are they going to local craft events? Are they going to speaker series at a local co-working space? Those would be entrepreneurs. So really just like get creative, think, go on Eventbrite and look at local events that are happening and think, can I network there? It doesn't have to be labeled networking event. Another great website is Meetup similar to Eventbrite. There's some strange groups on there, but I'm telling you they get real niche. So you could totally find something that matches that potential. Local city events. So like here in Fort Lauderdale, I think we have hellosunny.org. They post a ton of events, concerts, everything. And so and virtual events too. So that's a great way to find events. And then if you're really looking to stay within like business and small business, the local chamber of commerce in your area 100% has events. They may not necessarily be free. Some of them are, some of them are not, but that's a really great place to start too and get real niche. Another thing you can do is start your own networking event or start your own little event around something. My tip with that would just be to make sure that you, off the top of your head, can name like five or six people in your area who would attend that event. Like they are your friends and they would come because it really stinks to like promote and advertise an event and no one shows up like really there has to be traction and word of mouth to get that going so just think about that but when you start to see the same faces so when you start to go to these events and you're going back to the same one once a month or whatever and you see a lot of the same faces it might be time to change it up the point is when you get to these networking events like you're making these connections you're seeing if it's a right fit for you and you're communicating with them outside of the event and building that relationship but if you see the same faces every single time three four five six times you're kind of going to hit a dead end. So definitely don't be afraid to change it up. Try out some other things. Just have like a tallied list of events of what's going on. Like I used to mark my calendar for every event I felt like could be possible. And I wouldn't necessarily like make the decision right away if I was going or not. I would wait till it got closer. And if something came up, I would skip it. If, if it was free, I would go and just have a pulse on what's going on. I mean, <laughs> there's going to be hit or miss events. You're going to feel like you wasted your time sometimes, but like that is on the path to finding the golden eggs that are referral relationships and clients. So another thing I like to think of and remember is you're really using this as a chance to get to know your city. So I have a love-hate relationship with the fact that I literally run into someone I know everywhere I go. (laughs) And this is because of the years of networking and brand awareness I've been able to build in my community. But it's also kind of cool. Like, I always know of these events. I get invited to grand openings. Like, it's very, I don't know, it's different. It'd be really hard to leave Fort Lauderdale one day. I'd have to, like, reestablish. But also, I moved my whole life, so that sounds exciting. I'm getting off on a tangent. (laughs) Um, But this is a really great way to become more known in your city and start to collect business on a local level. I think a lot of us in the online space are like, well, we can have clients from all over the world. Like, why would I focus locally? Why wouldn't you focus locally? That's a huge, like low-hanging fruit. People want to support local, not just small business, but local business. So 
again, don't be afraid to lean into what's happening locally. So after I started going to a lot of free events, after I started like dipping my toes into these low paid events, I ventured into more niche paid opportunities, meaning like I was paying a little bit more to attend these groups. So after like two times attending an event at the chamber, I had to pay for, you know, a membership or yeah, I think you can only go to like my chamber. You can only go to two events before becoming a member. I became a member. Then I got involved in boards on the chamber. That was an amazing source of like business for me. And not just because I was involved. I was involved. Sure, they knew my name, but they also got to see my work ethic, which I think is what a lot of people forget about. Like if something that's not mentioned is that sure you go to these networking events, you go to these organizational events, but if you get involved, people see your work ethic, people see how you work, people are turned on to that. And I think as a result, you'll get more business referred your way. People will see how you work and want to work with you. It's like all of these crazy, amazing effects that happen because you are involving yourself just a little bit more. So I got involved with specific groups within the chamber. There was another networking group called Emerge Broward that was like young professional groups. If you are a young professional, YP groups can be really great or they can be not so great. One of the groups I was involved with had definitely more of a focus on social and it just was not an environment to pitch your sale or to talk about your service. Like it was really just like say you move to Fort Lauderdale, which is something everyone's doing right now for some reason, (laughs) and you go to these events, it was a way to make friends in your area. And a lot of the people worked in corporate. So for me, like that didn't make sense, right? Like I now had a layer I had to go through to get to like the corporate place where they worked. It just didn't make sense for me. And I wasn't there to just socialize. So that didn't work for me. However, that could work for some other people. And really just depending on how much you commit yourself and involve yourself, like these are things you want to think about too. Like, does it go back to this bigger mission of like helping you build brand awareness and grow your business? Maybe yes for a social experience. It may be no. Just really think long and hard about that. The biggest proponent of change though, like I was saying, was just getting involved, volunteering, working your way into board positions. Again, this is how people are going to see your work ethic. This is how you're going to get more exposure. This is how you can build a solid reputation around your brand. All important, important things. But essentially getting involved, networking over time, this is like what increased my brand awareness as a business. And what I liked about that is in my previous business, my marketing agency, that was the focus for the clients we had. Our focus was not ROI. Like we never promised three, six, nine month ROI. What we did promise was brand awareness and that we are going to get eyeballs on your brand and we are going to grow that brand loyalty with existing customers. That is to my core, my previous business, like that was the mission. Our mission was to grow brand awareness, grow loyalty, because that in my mind is what creates a sustainable brand is your reputation or your values. Not I mean, if you're ROI focused as a business, you're only going to come off as salesy or money hungry. So that is what we really focused on with our clients. And that is what networking helps do too. And we, we recommended to all of our clients networking. And that's also how we got clients was networking. So it was like a seamless fit because we knew that anyone we met networking is going to kind of believe the same, that brand awareness is really, really, really important. So yeah, I mean, to this day, I get emails and phone calls to do web design, to do social media campaigns. I convert a lot of people to consulting now. So like 
I would say 25% of my business is consulting in a small business capacity. Now I do a lot of mentorship, what you all know me for, but because of these referral relationships and the brand awareness I was able to build through my previous business, like I said, I still get phone calls for this. So, I mean, I take it on if I'm passionate about the project and want to help because it's, you know, it's a little expertise I have and I love doing it, (laughs) but that's the point. Like years later, still getting phone calls, still getting emails. And so there really is a lot of power in networking and brand awareness and visibility. Even if you're not doing the same thing three years from now, you can refer that business out and make money. You can still build that relationship. You can keep the business for yourself and offer some sort of like consulting capacity for it. It's totally up to you how you deal with that. But like, this is how I was able to double my income in the business and still have passive, not just passive, but like more income coming in now around those similar concepts. So Yeah, I mean, we practice what we preached and within six months of getting heavily involved in heavy application of networking, we doubled that annual revenue. It was insane. So definitely recommend looking at local events, looking at local places, getting involved in as much as you can. Um, But what was really important to maintaining and nurturing these relationships, whether they turn into clients or not, is part of what I'm really excited that we're going to be covering in my upcoming program, launching on May 17th and kicking off on May 31st. Get ready for this, okay? It's called Camp Good Time. (laughs) I don't think anyone realizes how excited I am for this. I have branded the whole thing for you because obviously, but here's why it's called Camp Good Time. So I was obsessed with camp growing up. Camp was where I learned to be out of my shell, and I'd even venture to say it really helped me in the way of becoming comfortable with having conversations with anyone in life. It could definitely, I think I attribute like my networking success (laughs) to going to camp as a kid because you are shoved in a cabin with a bunch of people you don't know unless you go to camp every year. But I mean, nine times out of 10, like I think, I don't know what the turnover rate is at camp summer to summer, but like you're gonna meet people you've never met before. So, anyways. Taking things off of Instagram and social media, like taking the focus off of social media for this specific program, and it's going to be four weeks of Camp Good Time. Like you are you are enrolling in the Camp Good Time summer camp, but we are going to be going back to the root of communication to increase your revenue, build brand awareness, and teach you exactly how to leverage offline opportunities for recurring business and passive income for literally years to come. I'm going to dive deeper on these networking topics. We're going to talk about PR. We're going to talk about referral and affiliate. I'm going to give you guys all the resources I have that I use to track, create, and just collect this revenue for years to come. So you bet your bottom dollar (laughs) each week is going to be themed because why not? (laughs) And all the things you loved about summer camp, if you ever went, like, trust me, It's been thought about and it's going to be right back in front of you again. In this online setting, I'm going to do my best to make it feel like it's not online though. Like that's the whole thing with summer camp was like disconnecting from technology and like giving the phone to mom and dad for two weeks while you go away and like just living life and not focusing on digital. And I think that as humans and through this whole COVID period, like we need to reconnect with with that part, with that part of communication that isn't through this digital landscape. And, you know, whether or not in your area you can network in person or not, like this is still going to be really valuable for building relationships, building authentic connections, 
building referral relationships, creating passive income in your business. So anyways, (laughs) I just feel like what honestly is a better way to welcome summer than to launch a program that's summer camp themed So I've linked the waitlist in my show notes. I just want to let you know waitlisters are getting first dibs to the pre-presale pricing, which is going to be heavily discounted. I'm not publicly launching that. Like only email waitlisters are going to be getting that. So make sure you slap your name on there. It's going to be a lot of fun. (laughs) Like, you know me, I like to have a damn good time. So we're going to have so much fun in Camp Good Time. And yeah, so slap your name on that email list. I'm so excited to unveil this to everyone. You guys are getting the first like sneak peek preview into this. I am not talking about it anywhere else yet. So very excited. So get your name on the wait list and I will catch you on the next episode.